Professor Dame Sandra Dawson, thank you for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. Tomorrow's regulator, regulating in the changing landscape for providing public goods. This is a very topical paper at a very topical time. Why did you decide to write it now? I think the relationship between the state, the market and the citizen really is as old as the classical world. But what we've seen in the last 30 years is a fundamental change in how that relationship between the state, the market and the citizen can actually be developed. We began in the 1980s with Margaret Thatcher um, making a whole number of changes in the role of the state. And I think in some ways we felt then, right, these were the changes. We were now going to marketize public services and somehow efficiency and effectiveness would be secured if you were in favor of them or would be the downfall of the world as we know it if you weren't in favor of them. What we've learned in the last 30 years is that it's a much more balanced, nuanced set of um, concerns, but that fundamentally now facing the enormous public deficit that we have done, facing increasing public expectations about the role of public services, facing practical issues about who is actually best to provide these services means that we've got to do quite a lot of radical rethinking. If we put that on one side and we think about regulation, uh, 40 years ago, if one were to say that you were going to have a career in regulation, people would look at you as if you came from Mars. Such things didn't exist. Has it always been linked to party politics then? Because you talked about the Thatcher reforms, which are very topical again, but Tony Blair, the Labour Prime Minister, drove forward public sector reform too. Is it about party politics or is it about that good old-fashioned term, value for money? It appears to be about party politics and there's always an ideological um, surface. However, as you suggest, there are practical issues of efficiency and effectiveness and a limited public budget which actually run across the party divide. Therefore, it's not all about party politics, but party politics gives a particular slant on these fundamental issues uh, that I outlined And and you talk in your paper tomorrow's regulator, regulating in the changing landscape for providing public goods of the 30 billion of savings by 2014, 2015 that needs uh, to be made. Does that mean a changing role for the regulator in the future? I think uh, the regulator's role needs to be thought about in terms of is it providing value for money, but also is it really providing the service to the citizen and the public that the regulator in the role of representing the state can actually secure. So I think regulators have got to be much more uh, au fait with the whole issue of risk management. They can't assume that they can regulate everything. The question is, are they going to regulate more things in different ways in order to encourage more self-regulation? And that's another theme of this. In a way, if we don't trust people to deliver public services because they're not actually uh, in direct relationship to the payer of the services. So the the, the provider, the recipient and the payer of the services are all somehow separated and we've got to find a mechanism of linking those. 
You can go for external regulation, but for every rule you make, you're going to find some way of circumventing it. So a more fundamental and deeper way is to try to get every, all the players in this system behaving in a self-regulatory way. Now, as soon as you talk about self-regulation, people think, oh, that just means that the state is absolving itself from responsibility. Not at all, I think. If we take financial services, we might say that they're a regulatory framework in which the principles are clear and yet in which you don't absolve financial service organizations from really taking their own responsibilities. What you say is that they have to take their responsibilities and then um, determine what's best and the state will intervene if and when they find that those responsibilities are not well uh, developed. So there is, in this public mood of austerity, if you like, a need for reform and regulatory innovation, because you talked in your paper about off what, but but the need to, to actually innovate and change how regulators work and are perceived because the big state was unpopular, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, both of those things are absolutely right. Perception and also behaviour has got to change. And, of course, perception will follow behaviour. So I think we'll see regulators being more selective, being more intensive where they think the risks are greater, backing off where the risks are not so great, backing off also where there are strong, perhaps, professional bodies who, who will control professionals in particular ways which the state won't necessarily come to. So it'll be more selective, it'll be more risk-based, and it will be seen to be something which you don't set in stone, but which is, like all organisations, needs to change with the times. Now, if we are to take this into management systems theory or into to management, if you've looked at the role of the regulator, you know, they've measured their impact, haven't they, with these regulatory impact assessments. You know, it seems like incomprehensible management speak. But how effective have they been? Well, it, what it's saying there is that the regulator can't just carry on making uh, decisions and making judgments without thinking about the impact. And that's just plain, straightforward, good management of anything. When one does something, you want to know, is it going to have the impact? And you can't assume that that impact is going to follow. Now, of course, it's quite difficult working out what is the impact going to be um, and measuring that and how much risk tolerance you're going to have. So if you're trying to regulate, for example, the provision of children, services, are you going to say that you're going to have a zero tolerance of any difficulty, in which case you're going to have enormous uh, uh, perhaps amounts of regulation, or are you going to say let's focus on the really serious matters and make sure we've got the regulation for that right, and perhaps the minute detail of minor regulations we might um, not pay so much attention to. The other question is the way in which Uh, regulation relates to enforcement and in addition to finding regulators being more um, selective and more intense where the risks are greater I think we're also going to find together with public expectations that there'll be a need for a heavier form of penalties for those who are seen to really um, uh, not meet regulatory standards. So I would say looking to the future selective, intensive where risks are great and more intention um, and emphasis upon enforcement. And that means that you've got to have stronger relationships between the various parties. You've really got to build up um, uh, 
partnerships between different enforcement and regulatory agencies and you're probably having more agencies sharing common pools of data uh, which means that the regulatory burden upon businesses and upon charities and others will not mean that they are continually having to respond to many different regulators but there will be a common framework of regulatory data and that will be available uh, to be used in different arenas, different fields. So you do see this regulatory regime continuing during this period of austerity but is there an alternative because again wasn't it big state didn't people think it became too impersonal and, and too devolved and delegated what about a principle-based approach? Does that work as effectively? Well, with principles goes the idea that you're encouraging uh, organisations and individuals to be self-regulating. In other words, you put greater belief in the values and practices of individual businesses and you say that they will secure better health and safety, they will secure better um, and appropriate pricing structures. And you want to encourage that, and in business schools, certainly we want to encourage managers of the future to be looking to their responsibilities to the wider communities. But sometimes people will not do that, and then you need clear regulatory intervention and clear enforcement. So I'm a believer in the balance between self-regulation, if you like, altruism, serving uh, public needs in a professional and efficient ways, but I also know that one can't um, rely entirely on that and you have to have a regulatory system to back it up. But that regulatory system itself must move with the times. It is a moving feast in which we see regulation, the market, the citizen, the business changing. And I tie that back to Judge Business School in saying that we are um, developing leaders who will understand the complexities of this into the future and I hope will be excellent um, managers and directors of regulatory agencies in an innovative and effective way just as they will be of the businesses and the charities and the public services that are being regulated. And just finally, Dame Professor Sandra Dawson, it isn't change for change's sake. The patient, the customer, is going to benefit. I believe so, but the other theme which we really haven't had time to develop now is the role of the customer and public expectations in being a force behind that change. People no longer sit quietly and just receive the regulatory regimes they're dealt. Um, there are uh, the whole social media means that people make very clear what they think of the regulatory agencies and no chief executive of that regulatory agency is not going to look at what is being carried on Twitter and on Facebook and on their various blogs and that in itself is a voice for the citizen which will become extremely important in the regulatory future. So better public services in the future in 2011 through tomorrow's regulator and better regulation. Well I'm an optimist and therefore I'm going to give you a very very strong affirmative answer to that. Uh, Professor Dame Sandra Dawson thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today about your paper tomorrow's regulator regulating in the changing landscape for providing public goods. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed.